Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio. Seems like all I could see was the struggle. I'm not who I am. 
God redeem. Hi, everyone. This is Pastor Mike, Phase One, coming to you out of Vinton County. I want to welcome all the new guys that were accepted into the refuge on Monday. Phase One is a safe place for men to discover God. And I truly hope and pray that is exactly what happens um, while you're in phase one. Have a wonderful day. March 29th. As we begin our reading today in the New Testament, we'll be looking into the book of Luke chapter 8. We'll hear about a multitude hearing the Lord. But you know, Jesus was not impressed by the crowds that followed him because he knew the spiritual condition of their hearts. The parable of the sower helps us examine our hearts to see how we respond to the word. But it's not enough to hear the word. We must also obey it and trust it when the time of testing comes. We'll also hear about the multitude rejecting him. I mean, you'd think that the healing of the Gadarene demoniacs would have endeared Jesus to the people. But the opposite was true. The citizens were concerned more about pigs and money than about people and mercy. The man who begged to go with Jesus, the one who was healed, well, he was the sanest one of all. And with that background, we begin today's reading in the New Testament. March 29th, Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 39. One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and started out. On the way across, Jesus lay down for a nap, and while he was sleeping, the wind began to rise. A fierce storm developed that threatened to swamp them, and they were in real danger. The disciples woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown! So Jesus rebuked the wind and the raging waves. The storm stopped, and all was calm. Then he asked them, Where is your faith? And they were filled with awe and amazement. They said to one another, Who is this man, that even the winds and waves obey him? So they arrived in the land of the Gerasenes, across the lake from Galilee. As Jesus was climbing out of the boat, a man who was possessed by demons came out to meet him. Homeless and naked, he had lived in a cemetery for a long time. As soon as he saw Jesus, he shrieked and fell to the ground before him, screaming, Why are you bothering me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? Please, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already commanded the evil spirit to come out of him. This spirit had often taken control of the man. Even when he was shackled with chains, he simply broke them and rushed out into the wilderness, completely under the demon's power. What is your name? Jesus asked. Legion, he replied. For the man was filled with many demons. The demons kept begging Jesus not to send them into the bottomless pit. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the hillside nearby, and the demons pleaded with him to let them enter into the pigs. Jesus gave them permission. So the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs and the whole herd plunged down the steep hillside into the lake, where they drowned. 
When the herdsmen saw it, they fled to the nearby city and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, for they wanted to see for themselves what had happened. And they saw the man, who had been possessed by demons, sitting quietly at Jesus' feet, clothed and sane. And the whole crowd was afraid. Then those who had seen what happened told the others how the demon-possessed man had been healed. And all the people in that region begged Jesus to go away and leave them alone, for a great wave of fear swept over them. So Jesus returned to the boat and left, crossing back to the other side of the lake. The man who had been demon-possessed begged to go too, but Jesus said, No, go back to your family and tell them all the wonderful things God has done for you. So he went all through the city, telling about the great thing Jesus had done for him. Sold out the hall. 
mama hard way. Cause we had to learn the hard way. We done try to do it all way, bro. Now it's time to do it guys way. You can candy coat that car. You can't candy coat the truth though. When the word of God will penetrate your heart, he'll knock you out your shoes though. Hey, even if you got your vest on with your test on, you ain't bulletproof. If you ain't being filled with God and you just being full of you pride. Conceited and arrogant, afraid of embarrassment, that's why I tried To hide what was scaring me, but God was preparing me Days that I cried, I know he was there for me Cause he was there helping me, heads in the sky Ain't not from prosperity, not popularity And that he sharing me my, my savior lives My savior lives, to be forgiven, I'ma forget To keep my kid, to teach my kid Tell them who Jesus is, not mischievous Say no more evilness, believing and receiving him And I pray to thank his I just wanna see you, Lord, I came to church today I'm sitting on the front and I'm the first to wanna pray See, I can see your light shining down I'm in my right mind right now The devil mad, but that's too bad It ain't no way to tie me down Lord, I gotta see you, I don't wanna turn away I just need this pride inside of me to burn away I can see your light shining down Your light shining down I was drowning in my blood, but Lord, you fighting for me now Lord, I gotta see you, I don't wanna turn away I just need this pride inside of me to burn away I can see your light shining down Your light shining down I was drowning in my blood But Lord, you fighting for me now Hey brothers, this is Cody Heading to phase two, coming up from the farm uh, I just want to say for you new guys coming in to really give it a chance, man, Jesus has changed my life just in four short weeks. Um, for all my brothers still down there, hang tough, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. and I can't wait to see you guys up here. I just know that Jesus has done amazing things in my life. And I'm blessed to get to know everybody that was down there. I'm blessed to get to know the new brothers that are coming up. And uh, praise the Lord. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Robbie. I just uh, got done serving, man, and it was awesome down on the farm with all you guys. Just want to say I had a great time, and you guys uh, greatly influenced me. And what I learned from first phase, again, I'm going to apply to third phase. You guys just relit the fire under me, and I just want to say that uh, you guys need to keep on going, keep on pushing, and just getting that word, man. Give everything to God because he's got your back and he loves everyone. So thanks, guys. Love all you guys. Today, we're reading Psalm 70. David was in a hurry when he wrote this brief psalm because God was not in a hurry. Three times he cried, make haste. And he ends with, do not delay. And like Peter sinking into the water, he did not have time for a long prayer. All he could cry was, Lord, save me. Which brings up the question, why does God delay answering your prayers? I mean, surely he can see your desperate situation. And he promises to give grace to help in time of need. That's in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. And of course, that can be translated, grace for well-timed help. Your father's timing is never wrong. When God waits, he may have a better gift for you than what you're asking him for. Because his delays are neither denials nor defeats. So put your times in his hands and wait on the Lord. Joseph, in prison, had to wait for God to free him 
and then to reconcile him to his brothers. Israel had to wait for deliverance from Egypt, and Moses had to wait through ten difficult plagues before Pharaoh would let the people go. Joshua and Caleb had to wait forty years before claiming their inheritance, and that delay was not even their fault. David had to wait to receive his throne. Mary and Martha had to wait for Jesus to come to Bethany, and while they waited, their brother died. God is not in a hurry even when we are, because His schedule is always better than ours. Psalm 70, verses 1 through 5. For the choir director, a psalm of David, to bring us to the Lord's remembrance. Please, God, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great! But I am poor and needy. Please hurry to my aid, O God. You are my helper and my Savior. O Lord, do not delay. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 4. A worthy wife is her husband's joy and crown. A shameful wife saps his strength. Because Jesus is alive, I am known. I have my identity. I no longer have to worry about the things of my past. With Jesus' death and resurrection, I too have been born again when I gave myself to God and to Jesus. I get to live my life free. I get to do things I never could have imagined that I would do. And it's all because of Jesus. I get to love my brothers. I get to take care of my brothers, serve my brothers, and be happy and do all the things I never thought I could ever do. Mm. I got to realize exactly what my life was going to be like when I started getting into the Word and the Word started becoming my life and my truth. In the past, I would try to fill my soul with things that were not good for me, uh, with drugs and, and women and money and, and worldly things, but now I get to fill myself up with things that will never leave, an everlasting life. I get to live today on earth as I was in heaven. Things around me are just so great, and I get to feel whole all the time, not just sometimes.